Hello there, everyone. My name is Aaron Burr. Welcome to the We All Can Change podcast. Here I help others heal the earth to live a more fulfilled and healthier life. I like to keep things pretty lighthearted, so that's why I do all this in a non-extreme and not too serious way. Seriously. All right, y'all, let's do this. Episode 48, welcome. Welcome if you're first first tuning in (laughs) whoever the hell says that if this is your first time tuning in uh i talk about things related to the environment but in a non-extreme not too serious way wait you've already heard this from the intro that i've pre-recorded so never mind you already know what this is about but yeah pretty laid back conversations about the environment about society about hmm Maybe even personal stories and personal problems. Yeah, I get to just shed my problems onto you so that you can deal with them instead. It's great. Anywho's, what a month March has been. <laughs> oh my God, this is crazy. It's really not crazy. And I really, I really uh, kind of battled with myself about, you know, talking about, you know, what's going on in the world right now. And because I I never want to just contribute to what people have just been hearing over and over and over again. Like, I don't even go on Facebook because it's just all depressing, like sad stuff and stuff that I already know that, that won't really help me any further, right? And so it's just like, I'm like off Facebook and I don't want to contribute to those feelings that I'm experiencing. Like, I don't want you to feel that way because I know you probably already do. So yeah, I battled with myself about doing an episode on just like, you know, something positive and fun or, um, just like, you know, directly responding to the virus stuff and everything going on. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to do like a happy medium, you know, I'm a pretty laid back guy, a pretty fun guy can be pretty funny, I think. I hope. Jeez, if you don't think I'm funny, then GTFO, right? But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to do like a happy medium of like, of like talking about these ideas and what, you know, comes up with bad things like this. You know, I'm going to be talking about action versus reaction, individualism in our society, uh, let's, you know, things like population and treatment of animals and healthy living, climate change, uh, you know, all these things that, that are making us question, you know, is this, is this what's contributing to issues like these, like viruses and whatnot? How are we creating things like this and how can this be a silver lining, right? So, I'm mean, gonna just get it right in, right into it, right? Um, first off, like, there's there's only so much that you can do, and there's only so much stress that can help in these situations, right? Sometimes situations will be not really a big deal, yet we stress out about them, right? They require some sort of stress, a little bit, for us to get them done, right? I have deadlines to write blog posts and post these podcast episodes. I've set personal deadlines for myself, right? Or also just not get them done. That's like a healthy stress that I've put on myself. Otherwise, 
I'm just like not doing anything. And I'm just, it's just all so, um, all over the place. Right. So there's healthy stress and there's amounts of stress that, that help. And in these emergency situations sometimes, or in these, yeah, in these a little bit more serious situations, you know, most of us, it's not emergency. Most of us is just, yeah, take it seriously, sort of, um, there's a certain level of stress and maybe that's higher, right? Maybe it's like, okay, I need to get these things done. I need to take care of these things. I need to put these um, restrictions on myself so that I stay healthy. I keep people healthy and, and whatnot. Um, but there's also, you know, there's also that level of, well, there's a, there's a certain amount of stress where it's not even helping anymore, right? If you're, if you're like, okay, I need to really keep in mind about, you know, taking breath, taking deep breaths, I need to eat right. I need to exercise. Um, if you're keeping those things in mind and you're following, you know, I don't know, CDC guidelines or whatever, you know, whatever guidelines you're following, wherever you are in the world, you know, I think I think once those things are taken care of, there's only so much you can do, right? And and what's it gonna do for you to just stress out and worry and freak out more? All that's gonna do is um, is make things worse, right? All, all that healthy breathing, all that exercise and eating right, uh, it gets a little bit um, negated when you stress out too much because that's, you know, those, those good things boost your immune system and stress unboosts your immune system. <laughs> and maybe just thinking about the stress that's unboosting your immune system makes you even more stressed. <laughs> Oh God. So I'm not doing this very well, but no, you know, and I think it it comes back to like taking a breath and going outside and doing the things you love still. Um, you know, most of the stuff that's closed, like restaurants and bars and, and all this shit, like it's not very great anyways. Like, (laughs) like alcohol, man, it's, it's fun, right? But but substances like this and relying on food for happiness, maybe those aren't healthy things anyways. So maybe it's a good little test and a good little wake up call for, for, uh, us to do these things. Right. So focus on, or I guess a wake up call for us to not do these things, like not rely on alcohol and food and junky meals going out. Right. Um, instead you know, take some time for ourselves to catch up on shit. And maybe, maybe some of us aren't working and, and, uh, you know, you can stress out about not working or you can take time to catch up on things or work on yourself and breathe and eat healthy exercise, do some Wim Hof breathing. I'll link, uh, Wim Hof. I mean, Oh my God, the Iceman. (laughs) I mean, he has like proven, uh, ways to immediately, immediately boost your immune system. So, you know, a lot of these things like exercise and, and, uh, well, exercise kind of does it too, but eating healthy, you know, that kind of takes time, right? That's like eating healthy and having a healthy lifestyle is a long-term game, man, this Wim Hof breathing and like experiencing the cold, like that's immediately boosting your immune system and scientifically proven. So, crazy stuff there. So those are good resources as far as action. Um, I usually end with action, uh, and what we can do, but for right now, I think it's, it's, it's nice because 
people are probably coming into this episode stressed and they kind of want some direction to go to. So I think breathe, you know, there, there's a certain level of stress that's good and then you suppress that and it's bad, right? So just calm and accept whatever's going on and it's tough, right? You know, it's, it's super, it's a super sad thing. Like, like some people are losing family members and, and whatnot. And, you know, it's heartbreaking, right? Or, you know, some people, a lot of people are in situations where they don't have resources available to them because of, um, you know, just discrimination and, and policy or, or, you know, food deserts or anything like that, that, that is preventing people from having the correct resources and it's heartbreaking, but, but everything does happen for a reason in my belief, but, you know, believe whatever you want, but, but that being said, you can find good things in any, in anything, you know, um, typically bad things bring people together, um, Things like this that test, you know, governments and test infrastructure, you know, they, they point out flaws, right? You know, maybe maybe people will start to recognize uh, that places like the U.S. has terrible health care, right? You know, and, and this is the flaw in, in having, having people depend on business funded healthcare, right? Because when you, when you get, when you become unemployed or you're not working, um, how do you get those benefits? Right? Uh, so, so this is a real issue, right? Not having a solid, um, independent healthcare system that, that doesn't just fall apart when we lose our jobs or when we're put on leave or what have you. Right? So, so this is another, you know, silver lining that that tells us about how our healthcare is doing and how we're, you know, how our ways of life are are um, contributing to to the problems that we face, right? Another thing is is how we're treating our bodies, right? I, I mean, it's basically, you know, telling us, hey, like, <laughs> there's serious things out there, right? There's serious illnesses that are possible that you can get, right? And, you know, everyone thinks about cancer and all that stuff, but there's these maybe lesser uh, diseases and, and sickness that, that we can get, like a flu or, or this virus, uh, that, that could probably be prevented um, from... Definitely be definitely be prevented by having our immune systems intact, and that's you know that goes back to um, how we're how we're living as far as what we're eating, you know how much sleep we're getting, and and um, how much stress we have, right? And and it's all it's all well and good and dandy to to say, yep, let's live in a society where we we prop people up that get less sleep and, and wow, you get four hours of sleep. That's really cool. That means you're working really hard and really, really working a lot. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Good for you losing sleep. 
oh, you care about your business more than your health and more than your eating, you know, you're stressed all the time, but hey, that's good because you're working and you're grinding, right? Grind, 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 right? Cool, good for you. Um, that's all well and good until shit like this comes up and your immune system's shot, you know, because people get four hours of sleep and they pride themselves on that and then they're not taking care of their bodies through giving themselves time to just like do nothing, right? Just relax and do nothing or giving themselves time to really like push their bodies and exercise, you know, in a healthy way. Um, And then not taking the time to think about what they're putting inside their bodies through food, right? And, and it's not even, it's not even people's fault. I mean, you know, in, in some ways it is for sure, but, but it's also, um, it's definitely also just, just Western society. You know, it's just, it's just, well, I guess all of society really, but, but, um, Western medicine, especially like, you know, all, all of the, all of the information has been, you know, self-quarantine, self-quarantine, wash your hands, wash your hands, you know, when's the vaccine, when's the vaccine, when's the vaccine. But in reality, it's like, it's like first, you know, definitely, definitely take care of your immune system, you know, and, and take care of your health and eat right and exercise and do all these things that have been proven to prevent all of these huge things, cancer and diabetes and disease, you know, all this, all this shit that's totally preventable, um, focus on healthy living, right. And sleeping and, and exercising and eating right. Um, and you don't hear that. Right. And and so it's not, I don't even think it's, it's a lot of, most of the blame isn't on people. I think it's on education and, and how, you know, our society has been told that, that you, you get a pill for each problem you have, right. And it's solved, right. Problem solved. It's when in reality, it's a bandaid on a cut that just keeps cutting and cutting, right? It's just like deteriorating underneath and the bandaids on top. And so the problem gets worse and you put another bandaid on, right? A second one, you know, more pills, right? So it's definitely not people. Some of it is, you know, some people are, um, yeah, they priorities are, are out of line, right? And I think that's what comes in with getting clear on what's important in our lives too. Um, but, but, but in reality, like these, these issues, like these viruses or sickness or, or catastrophes or big events, right? They tell us what's wrong and something huge is definitely our health, but something else I want to shift into is, is our treatment of the planet and treatment of animals. So, I mean, there's not, you know, there's not a ton of data as, as these brand new viruses come out, you know, on, on whether or not this was caused or enhanced by climate change. That's pretty tough to like, just get out into the world right away. But I mean, most, you know, pretty much all scientists are, are not surprised by, by things like the coronavirus or these viruses, you know, they're not surprised by these events happening because there's tons of these just sitting here in the, in the world, just waiting for it to be, become a big thing. Right. It just has, it just has to be the right circumstances for it to do so. 
Um, and I think we've just been lucky and, and just uh, just r- r- walking that tight rope of of okay, we're gonna keep uh, keep shoving all these animals together and factory farming and and having them all poop and eat together and and you know there, there's there's a huge problem with with the conditions of animals and treatment of animals uh, in relation to viruses and, and disease and, and, you know, our health and their health and the, the planet's health, right? I mean, it's obvious that, like, when you put stress on us, people, but then when you also put stress on animals, they're more susceptible to disease, right, and, and illness. And when you get disease into animals and you eat those animals, that disease gets into you (laughs) and it gets passed on and passed on. Right. And I mean, to anyone questioning, you know, well, where's the stress coming from? You know, how, why are animals stressed? I mean, I, I don't like to, I don't like to, you know, push like negative stuff onto people, but, but, as I'm comfortable with saying, you know, in past episodes and comfortable saying all the time is, is there's a, there's a, there's a, there's phases of, of changing our, our habits and changing our lives. Right. And I think one of the first stages is, well, probably questioning, right. As you just did, if you're questioning, you know, why, how are these animals stressed? But then maybe the next phase is learning and answering those questions. And that can get a little dark. You know, so if you really want to learn, um, just type in on the Google machine, factory farming and click videos. And I'm sorry that you have to learn that and go through that. But, you know, if you're, if you're saying these animals aren't stressed and, and, you know, this is fine and no way that, that how we're treating them is increasing disease and illness, you're lying to yourself. (laughs) And it's easier to, you know, I, I totally get it. It's easier to, to say, you know, I'm not going to think about where my food's coming from and I'm not going to think about these issues because it's easier to, right? It's easier to just eat what's so readily available than to add a little bit of an extra step maybe and, and eat stuff that's um, well-sourced, you know, cause I mean, it's not like all meat is factory farmed and just terrible. You know, there's really good meat out there. I'm not saying it's either one way or another. Usually things fall in between, right? Um, the reality falls in between. Um, but, but most, most meat, if you're not, if you're not really searching it out, um, is going to be from a factory farm, you know, that's going to be causing those increased stress, increased disease, and, and all that terrible, great stuff that comes with it. So I, I think definitely viruses like this and big epidemics are going to shine light on, on how we treat animals and how we treat, you know, these, these issues or these, uh, how we treat these essential parts of our lives, right? You know, as far as the stress goes too, you know, a lot of, a lot of these diseases are, are animal born diseases, right? So 
from the stress point of view, climate change and and resource consumption and habitat loss uh, all definitely adds to the stress of of animals. Um, you know, having to find new homes and and having to adapt to changing weather and climates and catastrophes. Um, this all puts stress on more animals, you know, more stress on animals, which is a breeding ground for more disease, right? So, you know, this isn't, this isn't trivial, like woo woo stuff. This is just like, this is accepted science already is, is, you know, definitely like the stress part, but then also, you know, increasing climate temperatures allows viruses and disease to, to adapt to those temperatures, which means that temperature is rising closer to our temperature, our body's temperature. So, so it's beginning, becoming more adapt to, um, to fight, you know, our fever temperatures that kick in when we, when we find, when we contract these things or whatever. So uh, there was a really good episode or not episode. There was a really good blog post on, on this, you know, like climate change affecting coronavirus, like in, in its relation and whatnot. And, you know, it, it's pretty um, transparent in, in that there's, you know, it's tough to create these, this, this like solid data on coronavirus and climate change and stuff. But it's, it's basically just talking about what's already accepted as, as science and fact and how climate change is believed to <clears throat> affect these things. So really good, really good blog or not blog post, but yeah, I guess it's a blog post article. It's an article because it's from Time um, magazine. So I'll link that in the show notes. Pretty solid stuff. It, yeah, it talks about stress on animals. Then it talks about temperature rising. Um, really good stuff. So, you know, I, I think I think these, these things can be really depressing and dreary. And we can look at them as, oh, yeah, you know, we're... We're causing all this stuff, right? We're ca- we're causing all these issues and and all of these aspects of the lives, you know, climate change, how we treat animals, how we treat the planet, how we're using these resources. Um, it's all it's all our fault, right? And it, it can get really depressing, like and hopeless, and like, yep, you know, we're it's finally catching up to us. But it's also, I think, I think there's a there's this huge awareness that comes with that right there's a light that's shining on these things finally right and and i you know i've talked about this in the past you know i think bernie sanders talks about how you know there needs to be like a world war ii level mobilization to fight climate change but in during world war ii you know it took it took um it took uh pearl harbor to get the u.s involved like people didn't want to go to war right <laughs> it was the great depression and, and people were like fine with peace and they didn't want that but you know they got attacked and um it was terrible and tragic but it was the perfect um perfect way to get the u.s involved and and possibly save the world right so so i talk about like you know i, I make those connections about like what like if we're going to have a world war ii level mobilization we're going to need a there's going to be need these pearl harbors right we need these um these these events that wake us up and and maybe climate change in general is the event and we just need to acknowledge that but then there's also these events that are more measurable and i think things like 
disease and illness and all this stuff that's going to be enhanced and, and, uh, yeah. And become more popular when, when we increase the climate, uh, and affect nature and affect biodiversity. Um, it shines a light directly on these links, right? And we see, oh, you know, when we, when we fuck with nature and <laughs> the environment and animals and what we eat, what we don't eat, and what we're chopping down, what resources we're using, what habitats we're destroying, we're seeing direct effects, right? And I think scientists will, will shine those lights and, and hopefully we learn from them and say, hey, it's time to change. And, and you know, p- part of that is really I, I love this 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 article that Good News Network um, posted. Uh, a guy wrote about like how to follow negative news without getting depressed, and I think it's perfect for right now. And that's why they posted it for sure. But it's I think in a broader way, like for the future too, it's great because because it's it, you know it, it's it's nice. I think to there's there's a point where you have to just follow what adds value to your life, right? And you can't just follow like negative news all the time. It gets really depressing. But you also need to stay updated, I think, on the world. Um, And, you know, or else you get kind of uninformed and and it has an impact, I think. So how do you, how do you kind of ride that line between like informed and still, you know, having a good view on the world? And wow, he just talks about um, how, how these negative issues, you know, rise arising and, and it, it looks like it looks like the world is getting so much worse, right? And all these all these big things are happening and, and it just seems like news after you know, news report, news report after news report uh, of just negative stuff. Right. And maybe it's, you know, just the media definitely like latching on to the the um you know, kind of clickbait stuff that that's associated with negative and sad stuff, sad issues. Um, that's definitely a part of it for sure. But he talks about the difference between like, are things getting worse or are we just becoming more aware? Right? Are we, are we finally in a place where we can now shine a light on these things where, where this stuff's been happening all the time, you know, pharmaceutical companies have been leveraging people's needs and and health issues for a long time. Um, Colleges have been increasing tuition for a long time, right? It's always been going on, right? And and maybe those things are elevating, but but we're also becoming more aware and more caring to these issues, right? More sensitive to these issues to the point where people can actually talk about them and shine a light on them. So there's a positive, positive um, take that comes from all this, all this negative news. And that's that we're finally becoming aware. We're shining a light on these things. And, and I think that's a great way to look at it. And then also, you know, there's, there's some acceptance that comes into that that's needed for sure when it, you know, when it comes to, you know, because I think you can you can accept these things as awareness, but you also need to accept that they are the way things are, 
right? And, 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 you know, things can change and, and we can make changes and we can, we can affect these problems, right? We can have effect on these problems one way or another. And, and that power and like that acknowledgement that, that these things exist, right? And that's how things are. And being okay with right now, I think is essential to our happiness. But then, you know, I think acknowledging that there are bad things and we are becoming aware of it and that's all that we're seeing is awareness and, and shining a light on these things finally, that's a great, great opportunity for these things to get better. In, to- in times like these with viruses or pandemics, you know, it puts a real test to, to some of the huge societal norms that, that have been issues and have been told are issues, but, but really haven't been tested, right? They haven't been proven um, directly. You know, people have said because of this, because of this, they've drawn theories on it and conclusions, but to have something that actually tests these things and shows the real issues, I think it's huge. You know, things like the healthcare, you know, healthcare systems in the U.S. Um, it's a huge test, and it's a perfect example of of why people need healthcare, like universal healthcare, and even universal basic income. You know, it's a huge test and a huge point that like Andrew Yang is like rolling in his you know, presidential candidacy grave (laughs) and saying, I told you motherfuckers, (laughs) you know, like, and as he says, like a universal basic income of like a thousand dollars a month doesn't solve these problems, right? Doesn't solve the issues causing these diseases, doesn't solve climate change, doesn't solve unhealthy lifestyles, but it makes, you know, dealing with society's issues way easier, you know, having healthcare, having, um, these basic incomes and whatnot, you know, I mean, as, as I'm speaking, I think I saw something on the news about like the white house, you know, in, uh, I don't know. They're just like talking about, um, sending out checks to people that are most affected by the coronavirus. Um, and I mean, it's just like, (laughs) It's just like you should already we should already have a system like this in place, right? For for when shit like this happens, it's going to continue to happen. I mean, all of these scientists in the world, all of them, every serious scientist in the world is telling us that this stuff is going to keep happening and it's going to get worse. So I think it, you know, it's it's like forcing people to to enact these changes and to enact these policies. And there, you know, there's going to be there's going to be you know, gears starting to turn in the heads of, of people that are against quote unquote handouts, which really isn't, um, that's a different topic. Uh, and, and they're going to, they're going to say, they're going to see, Hey, you know, this actually saved us a lot of money in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, as opposed to riots and freaking <laughs> pillaging on the streets and just like raiding everything, you know, because they, no one has any money because they can't work because everything's shut down, right? Saved us a lot of money, saved us, saved our face, you know, saved us face. Um, 
Save of space. Save face. Is that? I don't really know how that works, but <laughs> uh, you know, it made them look better. You know, it makes them. They're doing their part as political, you know, government servants and servants to the public that you know we've entrusted to, to for our benefit, right? So, and kind of kind of tied into this this um, I don't know. I guess I guess like resources spread out, you know, like universal basic income and and universal health care stuff like that i think it ties into this whole idea of of individualism and individuality and and how we're all on our own especially in places like the u.s where where it's like you know yeah people come here and they have the opportunity to build from nothing and build something great right we have that opportunity here and it's great that's been that's been america's brand for I don't know how long, so long. I mean, basically since it was created, that was the whole point, right? Free from taxes and free from these restrictions on building and whatever you want, right? And building a life for yourself. And there's this huge push for individualism and every man from every person for themselves, right? And that's, that's great. You know, it's created some of the most brilliant um, creations in the world have been from the U.S. and from from people that that have just pushed and pushed and pushed this idea of of I'm gonna be the best in tech or rockets or whatever you know whatever whatever is being created um, there's there's more things than tech and rockets but but you know what I mean like entrepreneurs are huge here right it's huge individualism. Um, and that's great. I think it's, there's, there's a great part to that. Um, but it's tested when, when things like this arise and, and we're told as a society to be so individual and be so, you know, fend for yourself and make your own money. And, and, um, that's really tested because, because we live in a global connected society where everything we do and everything else, everything that everyone else does, it directly affects us. And to act like we can live our lives um, without, you know, affecting people and affecting others and having others affect us, hmm, I think it's it's a dream, right? But <laughs> as we've seen with something like sickness or, or something like... Um, you know, funneling all the money to the top 1% in the world and, and all this stuff, you know, it, it's, um, it's a real problem and it has effects on real everyday people that, that, uh, that are just trying to get by and, and enjoy their life. Right. So, so, you know, I, I think, I think we need to shift as a society to, to a more connected and more, um, sharing place, right? We need to be more compassionate and and less me, 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 and more us, us, and we, right? And, and especially in times like this, where where that's all that's that's all that can be done, right? Is is for people to come together and and get shit done, right? And and create solutions pretty much right so yeah 
I think there's a little, you know, I've always got, I've always got stuff to say about big things that are going on. <laughs> and usually, usually everything that I have to say falls somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I don't think this isn't something that we should just brush off and it's not a big deal at all, but it's also like, I don't, I don't think I'd ever go and like buy the whole grocery store and hoard everything so that no one else can get any food. You know, I did like a kombucha uh, almond milk and gluten-free bread run, but I mean that was about it. Those are the essentials for me. I've got tons of beans and rice, which is dirt cheap and uh, lasts a while, so I'll be fine. Um, you know, I I, I think I think you just got to remember to breathe in times like these and go practice some Wim Hof breathing, especially eat right, exercise, get your heart rate up, get your blood flowing. Get that temperature up a little bit, even maybe if you're really pushing yourself. Um, yeah, sweat and breathe and relax and and take note about what you've been putting off in your life and how sustainable your life's been, whether you know in relation to the environment, but also in relation to can you do this for that long? Can you live this lifestyle uh, for the rest of your life? And can you live this lifestyle in times of world sickness? You know, can you put, can you get through that? Or is your life kind of compromised to the point where you can't get through um, uh, something like that without getting the flu or getting sickness, right? Um, so I think it's a time to ask questions, right, about our own health. And it's a time to relax, time to catch up on what we've been putting off. And, and uh, yeah. Things are going to be okay. You know, things are going to work out and everything that's meant to be is meant to be, right? What we have right now is what we have and whatever will happen, there's a cause to it and there's a reason behind it. So if you can you know, lean on that, I think it's really helpful. It's, it's kind of tough to like tell people something that they don't believe in, right? So if you don't believe in that, that's okay. But but um, I'm just hopefully sharing some some comforting words and and yeah, everything's gonna be all right as it always is. So don't worry, I'm here for you. If anyone wants to talk through your self isolation or anything, I'll be kind of self isolating. I'm gonna be with the trees, you know, hanging out in the trees and stuff along the river and in the woods, maybe hang out with the animals. <laughs> Um, but I'll be pretty isolated. Uh, so yeah, let's chat. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please share it around. You know, anyone that's going through these tough times and tough issues and want to hear my, um, very, very biased opinion on it, which is not really biased because it's all based on a lot of others' opinions. <laughs> which is what everyone's opinion really is, right? I think. Well, I don't really know. But um, anyways, share it around. Thanks so much for that. Um, if you want to support me further, you can do so on patreon.com slash weallcanchange. And if you want to stay updated on what's new, you can do so by going to weallcanchange.com and entering your email at the top of any page. Uh, yeah, you'll get things in in the in your email. Like one, well, not things, just like one email every Sunday morning. Like Sunday 
Eco Church or like the sustainable paper, sustainability paper. So I just update you on all things we all can change, thoughts on what's going on in the world right now, uh, any news or or changes in my life or we all can change or blog posts or whatever. Yep. I posted the blog post today as I'm recording this. So yeah, check that out. It's about tea and trees and simplicity in life. <laughs> all right. Take care, y'all. I love you.